Uh-oh. Guess what day it is. Guess what day it is. Huh? Anybody? Party time! Excellent! How's it going, everybody? This is C-Core with Distorted Nation, and I'm on the phone with Jason David Frank, also known as Tommy Oliver, the Green Ranger, the White Ranger, the Zeo Red Rangers, Turbo Red Ranger, and the Black Dino Thunder? Did That's I get them correct, all? yep. And then don't forget the new one that the, I am Lord Draken. releasing, the sh Lord Draken in the Shattered Grid. So I got another one there, the Lord Draken. He's uh, half green and half white. So... Being that, I got a quick question. Besides Lord Draken, because obviously he's combining the green and white powers, who do you think, yep. out of all of your personalities, uh, forms of Ranger, would be the strongest? Well, that's an easy question. I would just say me. You. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes people come and they say, who would win, the green or the white Ranger? I got to sum it up, they'd be neutral. So I just say, I would win. And uh, that kind of puts it to rest. So I don't know one of the first so I think he would hold the most powers I would imagine so you actually started uh, with this you auditioned in 1993 correct yeah so this is 25 years later and this character that you brought to life has almost pretty much become like the face of Power Rangers I mean like you are the most popular ranger out there like everyone who is familiar with Power Rangers, they'll obviously most likely always say the green or the white, you know? Yeah. Do you think that when, when you were auditioning that this would ever, you know, go this far 25 years later that you're on the con circuit and still just putting on the persona of, you know, the Green Ranger? Mm -hmm. You know, when I started the show, again, I was only hired for 10 episodes. And I think in life, you got to give it your best. You can't think of, the future i mean let me let me clarify that i focus on what i do today to make it better tomorrow so when i was on the show i just thought of doing the 10 episodes the best that's all i wanted to do was the 10 episodes the best i didn't think there was an end to tommy i knew there was in the script but i just gave it my best and that created a space to become a leader i didn't ask for the role it's kind of like it just became the role you know what i mean some some people are born leaders uh, I think it was one of the things where I focused on that day and that year. I don't think anyone wants to think about what's going to happen 25 years from now. That's a scary thought. Um, but it is amazing to see, you know, and, and the way they branded the Green Ranger and the White Ranger, it was very limited. Um, you know, and it, it was it was just a very limited run of toys. They Which are in business no more. But... You would go to Toys R Us and you would get a big box and it would have all the reds and all the different colors, but the green and the white ranger was always difficult to get. I used to collect G.I. Joe way back in the days and Storm Shadow was just a hard toy to get. So they limited them per box. They just put a limit on it and that create the you know, the, the hype for those characters. And uh, you know, and, and like Norman Reedus, he's gonna be at the show, his character's super popular on Walking Dead. 
You know what I mean? He like when I think of Walking Dead, I just think of Norma Reedus. Not because I do shows with them, just because certain people, you know, I wouldn't say steal the shows. Certain people have fan base that people can relate to. And um, it was kind of like back in the days when I would refer to this. I know people are going to be like, you're referring it to brands, but it's amazing how Rolex watches became so popular. Goldsmith was the same watch. You know, the, the maker, and, and he put a couple Rolexes in a box of the Goldsmith watches, and that Rolex watch became desirable. It held value. It became a very uh, watch. And the way they branded the green and the white rangers, they branded it like that. It was very limited, and now there's collectible stuff. But also, the man behind the mask, which I say is me, I've been out there in the public. I've been promoting who I am, and I'm pretty proud of who I've become. Most people run from the past, but I embrace the past and make a lot of fans happy around the world because, you know, for once, they get to see someone who really embraces the past. And I, I think that's what's great on the Comic-Con tour is that everybody out there embraces who they were. And that's what makes the show so exciting, I think. Now, do you, now obviously, you were saying that, uh, you know, you made the character and, and put your heart into it, and that's what made him, you know, so big now you originally auditioned as jason the red ranger do you think you'd still have the same clout in i mean making him so synonymous with power rangers the red ranger being if you were casted as him you know there's a lot of what ifs in life but that's not true that's just a rumor i never auditioned for jason no you already casted on the show the only person i auditioned with was they were replacing the yellow ranger Okay. So I didn't read for anyone else's role. Everybody was already casted, and we were just waiting to uh, cast the Green Ranger and the Yellow Ranger. So that was that was it. I think it's an internet rumor. Now you did you did audition or shoot a pilot for the VR Troopers, though, right? But that was for VR Troopers, yeah. Yeah. That was for okay. VR Troopers. I originally when the Green Ranger series came to an end, I you know uh, did a. Uh, a show called VR Troopers. Well, it was called Cybertron. It was like a one-man show at that time. And then I went back to the show because, you know, everybody demanded the Green Ranger to come back. Kids around the world weren't eating. I mean, it was just this big thing that the, you know, Fox and Saban were like, oh, no, we've got to bring this guy back. So I sold Cybertron out there in the market, and then I came back as the White Ranger. Now, uh, for some people who may not know, you're actually uh, portraying Bloodshot. In the Ninjak versus Valiant universe, right? Yes. It was an exciting role. I mean, Bat in the Sun did a heck of a job. Right now it's Aaron on comicbook.com. Lots of things have happened with that brand. You know, as you know, people don't know Bloodshot. It's an interesting thing. I've been promoting for two years. I've been telling promoters and all my friends about Bloodshot, and nobody knew what that was. It's Valiant comic back in the 90s. Uh, and now there's a movie that Ben Diesel's portraying Bloodshot in the new $100 million Sony movie. And um, so soon the whole world's going to know about Bloodshot. I'm portraying him in the television digital series, and then Ben Diesel's doing that. So I'm hoping some good stuff will happen where I can do some things on there. But if not, no problem at all. I just was the first. It was great because I was the first digital scene out of Valiant Universe to film. My fight scene, Bloodshot, was the first scene to shoot. And, uh, and it's an exciting thing to be the first character of something, and that's that's what I love. Tommy was the first. Um, Emissary on Transformers, the voice I did, was the first. Bloodshot was the first. So it's exciting to get those kind of roles and, and to, you know, lay a 
legacy behind because no matter what was bloodshot, people always go back to the first guy who played it. And I think uh, Aaron and Bat the Sun, everybody did a heck of a job. The fight scenes are amazing. All the characters in there are just, it's a really good show. And uh, it's on comicbook.com right now. So definitely go check it out. Um, now, the main reason we're talking today is to promote Fandemic Tour which is coming to Sacramento June 22nd through the 24th at the Sacramento Convention Center. And you're going to be there. Yep. Uh, signing autographs. It's going to be an exciting show. Um, haven't been to Sacramento in a while. Uh, so I got a lot of good fans out there. The uh, the promoter, John Macaluso, uh, is a good friend of mine. He also runs one heck of a show. Uh, and the people that he's bringing is just an unreal an event to Sac, you know, Sacramento. I mean, the list starts with like, uh, you know, we got Chandler Riggs, we got Tim Wellen, we got uh, uh, Sebastian Stan, Dave Batista. I've done shows with most of the guys. Uh, Patrick uh, Patrick Sean Flannery lives here in Houston. Bella Twins, huge for the people. They're going to be there Sunday. Norman Reedus, as I was talking about, it's huge everywhere. This guy has so many fan fans. It's just incredible. And uh, I think they're doing a group photo with uh, Jeffrey Dean Morgan and then the Freddy Krueger, like that, you know, uh, Robert, Robert England, England. He's, yeah, he, I mean, it's just Freddy Krueger. It's awesome. And then, of course, a really good friend of mine, Bruce Campbell. I haven't done a show with him in a while, but uh, yeah, he's a good friend of mine. And uh, we got a lot, and, and the list just goes on and on. So there's just a lot of people that I've worked with. Um, and one thing I can say about John with his shows is that one thing I love working with him is because all the fans leave happy and he's about the fans. I mean, here's a guy who, you know, the CEO stuff, I worked with him years that he will, you know, do the dirty work. I mean, he will lift stuff. He will, you know, guide people to where they're supposed to be. He's, he's an, he's an on hand CEO, much like me. Uh, and that's what I love about it is that he's not never too big to sit there and not help people. And that's what makes his shows so interesting is that he listens to the fans, he understands the fans, and he makes people happy. And one thing that I'm pretty pretty excited about is, is I mean, I, I like little, you know, when Loot Crate came around, they had all these little boxes where you get stuff. And I like little surprises like that. And they sent me a VIP package that all the VIP guests get. And uh, it's just a cool, it's a cool pandemic uh, bag and like a lunchbox. I think those are coming back. It's just a whole bunch of stuff. So not only when you're a VIP member, you leave with like your hands full of pandemic stuff, which is, I think, always cool because when you go to a Comic-Con, you know, people buy comic books, toys, and it's just going to be a really good event. I'm excited about it. And um, I haven't seen John in a while, but I talked to him all the time on the phone, so I'm really excited about this one. Yeah, that's coming up July 22nd through the 24th. Now, you've been following, like, you've been going through the con circuits, like, pretty much every day almost. You have another con you're going to. I mean, in yeah. June 16th through 17th, you're going to be in Denver, Colorado. Then yep. the 22nd through 24th, you'll be in Fandemic and Sac. July 6th, you'll be in Montreal, yeah. Canada. July 14th. And forget Las Vegas. On the end of the month in, in July, I'll be in Vegas. So yeah. I'll be in Vegas and then Montreal, yeah. And then Boise, Idaho. Uh, and then in August, you're going to be for the Power Morphicon down in Anaheim. Yep. So, yep. That's going to be the first time I've done that in a long, long time. And it's funny because when I started Comic-Cons a long time ago, you know, I started with John Macaluso. 
long time ago and a lot of other stuff and just built the fan base. I mean, I can go to any fan, uh, any con around the world and just have a massive welcoming with fans. And I think one of the reasons I feel like that is because, you know, I'm not all about money. I give free stuff out. I, you know, I'm not there. I'm either you can get stuff at the table or you don't. These shows and promoters don't pay me an apparent fee to go. I'm proud of that. Uh, and I think one of the things that I try to do to my fans or anybody is I invest in their emotional bank account. So if I have a new show out like Bloodshot or if I need a favor, the favor is going to go through. The favor is not going to bounce. And I think in life, people too much just take, 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 take. And when they want a favor, the favor is going to bounce because there's no funds in the emotional bank account. So when I see fans, it's, I mean, it's not just one time. The, I see people all the time. They follow me for shows. They, they're involved in my life. I got the reality show my life. So I'm sharing with people my life on a, on a consistent basis. And for me, it's not a one-time thing. And I think that's why promoters love working with me because, you know, I, I work to bring the people. I don't just sit back, you know, and get a paid appearance fee and not bring my people. Um, I think the biggest thing is what we're doing right now, interviews. I will do any and all interviews because the message I have for my fans is one simple thing. Always say, I can in life. And I could not do it without the media. I can reach way more people through the media. So I'm a different type of actor. I love doing everything. And I love taking my time. And, and like you, you said you're a big fan. I think it's it's exciting to do an interview with you. Maybe when you were a kid, you never thought, hey, I'm going to grow up and be on the phone with uh, Tommy Oliver here, you know? And, uh, and you're doing no, it. No, so, I did not. And you're passionate <laughs> about it, you know? And uh, people can follow you at Instagram and Twitter at JDFFN, right? Yep, JDFFN, and then YouTube's the same. And I released The Shattered Grid by Saban and Boom. Uh, it's a trailer, and it's on my YouTube. And I tell you, that thing on multi-platforms got over like 12 to 14 million views within like a couple months. And then I'm working very closely with Bat in the Sun, uh, doing a lot of stuff with Bat in the Sun as well. So their uh, YouTube channel, Bat in the Sun, is, and we got the, the Super Pirate Beatdowns, Green Ranger versus Ryu, White Ranger versus Scorpion. I mean, I think one of the reasons that you asked about the Green Ranger and the White Ranger are just me, Tommy Oliver's. I've been involved in the brand for so long. I'm consistent. I'm relevant in the, in the brand. And it does, when something happens to the brand, it does come back to me. And that's a good thing that I feel like I'm, I'm that while I am the official ambassador for the brand through Saban Entertainment, because I keep things the way they need to be kept. It's still a kid's show. I keep things PG-13. You know, and that's the way it needs to be. Even in the Comic-Con circuit, I have kids and adults, but I still keep things safe and fun for kids because all you guys are growing up, but you're still kids to me. You know, you're meeting your hero for the first time. You were eight years old, seven years old, five years old. So when you meet your hero, you want to make sure you meet him and don't walk away and say, I never wish I met that guy. That's that's the key. Well, the one really nice thing that I saw on your Instagram that I think is really cool that people don't just get a chance to meet you and everything. You're you're letting you're going to choose a winner to actually be a virtual trainer, right? Yes. Yep. You have a yep, contest have, going on I right now. A uh, I have a the, the trainmejdf.com. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, the Rising Sun Karate yep. Academy, right? Yes. Yeah, we have Rising Sun Karate. We have a. A train, we have a, a website called trainmejdf.com. It's a website where I could train people through, like, yeah, you know, virtual, I don't want to say virtual reality, but through through the website, through the internet, and reach people around the world. I wish I could have schools, you know, open around the world. We are working on some schools that are going to launch 
hopefully around the world soon. But uh, this will give you a chance to do one thing that a trainer can try to give you, but you need on yourself. You need by yourself is self-discipline. You need self-discipline to watch these videos, to work out. I just got done working out upstairs. I got a home gym. Most people don't use their home gyms because they don't have the discipline to. So I'm trying to teach people discipline. You know, you're not going to get a black belt on there, but it's going to motivate you. So, yeah, we got certain winners for stuff. I always do certain contests and, all you know, shout-out contests on my Instagram. I try to keep people involved and active, you know, because, look, on the end of the day, you know, we only live once, and, you know, people get a chance to follow not just celebrities but other people. You know, I follow certain people, and when you get a chance to win or get something for free on the end of the day, you love it <laughs> because everybody loves free stuff. Yes, everyone does. <laughs> uh, well, yeah. I really do appreciate the time you've taken to uh, call us in, call o- over here and, uh, you know, talk about Fandemicon. We got to get out of here. But uh, yep. is there no anything problem, else buddy. you want to you want to plug real quick? One last thing. No, man, if you're there, I would love to meet you. Get the uh, face behind the voice. And uh, guys, I just appreciate you guys being a fan. I would say the best thing to do to keep active on the pandemic, uh, Sacramento and the Houston show, go to Instagram because I'm hoping to do some Instagram live stuff from the page and just get a chance to see the show. Even if you cannot be there, check out pandemic page and get a chance to see it live. And maybe next year, if you can't make it, we'll see you next year. Yeah. that And you can check that out at pandemic tour.com. Yep. Is their main website there. So, Jason, I want to say thank you again so much. It's been a real honor to talk with you. Thank you, buddy. It's been an honor, too. I look forward to seeing you at the show. And I wouldn't miss it for anything, sir. That's right. Fandemic Tour Sacramento, June 22nd through the 24th at the Sacramento Convention Center. So make sure you guys can make it out. If not, like you said, hopefully we'll see you next year. And you've been listening to Distorted Nation.